1: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to
2: you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. A great conversation in the last segment with our friend Sam Panionovich. Anthony Debundo from the Wonder Gold Podcast and the Action Network joins us in 20 minutes. Premier League bets for the weekend. My friend the Brian Campbell. Forty minutes from now, UFC two ninety six. Brad Evans joins us in an hour. Prop bets for the weekend in the National Football League. And again, just a reminder for the people watching on YouTube and Twitch, uh, type those bets into the chat, your favorite football bet for the weekend. Tell us why you like it. We will read those bets, shout you out on the show, and we'll talk about whether or not we like the bets. That's coming up at five forty PM Eastern time, power hour, final hour, featuring all our bets for tonight and all our bets for the weekend in the National Football League, including a special prop king segment for the three games coming up tomorrow. Saturday in the National Football League. Uh, Colin Wilson joins us now on the show. And, like, I I love talking wrestling with Colin. We were just talking about it during the break. But this is not... this, this is not for wrestling, unfortunately. This is going to be a college football conversation with our pal Colin Wilson. And Colin doesn't know this because he can't because he's not listening to the radio hits that I do around the country. But I get asked, like, all the time about, hey, like, how do you handicap college football during bowl season? And I give, like, an answer saying, like, hey, you can do it. Like, you can win. You just have to pay attention in a way that I'm not willing to do. But listen to you better you bet because we're going to have great guests that like do the work and act, and, and kill it with the stuff, like our guy Colin Wilson, who joins us now on a phenomenal Football Friday. Colin is on Twitter at underscore Colin1. Colin, of course, spelled with two L's. The podcast, Big Bets on Campus, along with our friends, friends of the show, Stucky and Brett McMurphy. Uh, we encourage people to check that out. And all of Colin's written work can be found over at the Action Network. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy bowl season to you and yours.
3: Yeah, happy bowl season. Hopefully, uh, I mean, it. The, tra- the more the transfer portal has been so wild and coaches and opt-outs, like I remember like bowl season used to be a really easy handicap like eight years ago. You just handicapped the players and the coaches and that was it. But now it's like a 24-7 constant monitor and tomorrow's going to be wild. There's going to be people that set out that we had no clue, no warning, no anything. So expect the board to be wild tomorrow. Oh, boy. Wild, wild <laughs> board alert. Oh boy. <laughs> so, yep. that's just, uh, so the, I can't, can't
0: wait, wake, wake up tomorrow morning, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time, Colin Bulls. And we're going to go game by game here. If you don't have any bets, obviously you can just pass the game, honestly, and we could, we could go to the next one, but figure it's worth at least hitting on all of them in case the board gets crazy. Uh, Georgia Southern and Ohio at 11 a.m. We'll kick off uh bulls tomorrow in the, uh, I believe this is the Myrtle beach bowl. If I'm not mistaken, uh, where Georgia Southern, rightfully a three-point how could they not be a three-point favorite uh against ohio which is like where all the rorks went right like the guy who backed yeah. up uh Eastern stick last night so uh what are we doing here myrtle beach bowl 11 a.m
2: you keep yeah, saying or... that rork's the backup it's a hacksaw max duggan is the backup only because right, you've said it oh, like yeah. nine times who's, over the course of the last 24 hours who does work back jacksonville he's like he's the third oh behind okay that's Got right it. they played in the <laughs> okay, playoff that's why He did. Colin, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Well, this one will be Curtis Rourke, who's already left the program and committed to Indiana. Remember that name because that's a really what's going on in Indiana. They're going to be a play on team next year. Um, In this bowl game, when I was talking about things are going to happen and it's going to move, I think this bowl game specifically is one of them. Uh, There was a pretty steep buy on Ohio within the last couple hours. Number took off from three and a half down to two and a half at most of the shops this is a combination of and here's another thing you have to handicap when you come into these bowls as if it wasn't enough to try to handicap parker navarro who's never done anything for ohio playing quarterback um you also have people that laid into bets early uh they're going to come back and try to get the best of the numbers so make sure you find out exactly what's going on these numbers but i i don't know how ohio scores any points here whatsoever they're down to their third string quarterback he has no experience they've lost both their running backs they've lost both their two targets on offense their defense plays excellent. I think this is an extremely low-scoring game. Going to be a little wind involved. And Georgia Southern's not some sort of offensive powerhouse here. Davis Brand, their quarterback, throws behind the line of scrimmage. He has one of the lowest average depth of targets in the nation. So I really like under in this game. The point spread, if you got it early, Georgia Southern, like on the plus, or if you got a money line, just monitor this. Because this line is moving in direction of Ohio for one reason. One of two reasons. One, Davis-Brenn might be out. That would be bad for Georgia Southern. Two, Sharps are just coming back and getting the best of that three and a half.
2: All right, Colin, let's move on now to Jacksonville State and Louisiana. This, of course, will be the r Carriers New Orleans Bowl. I see that, I think, like the R.L. Stein Goosebumps Bowl, but whatever. Jacksonville State and Louisiana. Uh, Jacksonville State, close to a three-point favorite here. Two and a half is, two and a half is juiced towards Jacksonville State. Total 58 and a half. What about the New Orleans Bowl? Yeah,
3: this is something I said on our big bets on campus podcast is how far do we let these lines go before we say, well, we have to buy the other side. Everybody wants a piece of Jacksonville state because first year in FBS, first year to be in a bowl, but now they're taking on a Louisiana team that they've been in this bowl seven times in the last 12 years. Two years ago, they won this bowl with their head coach. This is going to be a rush explosives exclusive. Everything is going to be on the ground. The game should be a coin flip little bit of an edge in Jacksonville State's defense here, but the game should be about a coin flip. That's why you're seeing a harsh buyback on that number in the market. I expect Louisiana is going to cover. If you can get a three sometime between now and kick, Louisiana is a team that's going to cover. Can Jacksonville State cash all those tickets that people got at Moneyline? I, I'm not sure because their defense is pretty shoddy too, um, and they just don't have the depth on their depth chart that, that, uh, that Louisiana would have in the Sun Belt calling a uh, 330 Eastern the
0: Cure Bowl from uh, Orlando, Florida, and there's actually it's, it's funny to see like in some of these bowl games like what the opener was and what it is right now, and you're just like is this like a different sport than what we thought we were playing at this point point? In sort of like Missouri <laughs> Ohio State if we had to do that in a couple weeks like what what and because uh, right. like literally like the teams are the teams are totally different this game kind of the same sub. so App State opened a little more than a field goal. They are now six and a half. A little, six and a half a little different the total open high 40s now it's 41 so a lot of movement in this game in the cure bowl uh what are we yeah. what are we thinking about betting here
3: well there's going to be 20 mile an hour winds down in Orlando there's going to be a little bit of rain but I, I said this before it always rains in Florida so uh but the wind is really pretty big and that helps the Miami of Ohio team that has a way better defense way better special teams they're number one in the nation in special teams so field position kicking punting everything is going to go in favor of Miami Ohio I do like App State in this. They have far more talent. They can get the ball downfield. And when you look at Miami, Ohio, they don't even have a quarterback. He's had two completions his entire career in three years. That was against Robert Morris last year. So again, another Mac team bringing zero experience underneath center. And what these odds makers are trying to do is find a number where we can get some buyback here. And this, I think at seven, is going to get a sharp buy on Miami. So I will say I have an app state minus five ticket. I'm going to let it ride. But if I see a seven, seven half, I'm coming in on Miami of Ohio.
2: You better you better hear with Nick and Ken phenomenal football Friday joined by our friend Colin Wilson from the Action Network, the Big Bets on Campus podcast on Twitter at underscore colin1 colin with two Ls. Colin quite literally has done all the work on bowl season so like so you don't have to. Actionnetwork.com, Big Bets on Campus will feature all of his plays and Colin is so good to us so like be sure to check it out and always support what he does. Colin kind enough to be giving us all his thoughts on the games coming up on Saturday this week, Saturday December 16th in college football. All right Colin, let's go to the New Mexico ball. We absolutely can't wait for this one. And that is New Mexico State and Fresno State. Um, current betting market here at BetMGM is New Mexico State. About three and a half or a four-point favor. Total about 51 uh, bets here with New Mexico State and Fresno State.
3: Yeah, there's... Uh, call me square. There's no number that's going to have me get off my New Mexico State position. This is a number that I think could float up to six, and I still wouldn't buy back on Fresno State. Their linebacker coach is going to be the interim coach for this game. Uh, Tim skipper after Jeff Tedford had to step aside for medical reasons, but let's get to the star of this game. It's Diego Pavia, the quarterback for New Mexico state who has covered 10 games this season. This is the bowl that they wanted last year. They got shipped up to the quick lane bowl. Their fans couldn't make it travel logistics problems. They can make this one. There's going to be a heavy influence of New Mexico state fans here in the Albuquerque. And when you look at what New Mexico state runs with Diego Pavia, they run power which means they're going to load up with a couple tight ends on one side. They're going to have a weak side guard pull and hit that hole. No one has been able to stop Diego Pavia, not even Auburn in their own building. This is a number, I don't care how much money and tickets is on New Mexico State. It can run to six. I'm not backing off my position on the Aggies. All I was thinking about during that answer is like, shipping up to quick lane. Whoa. Uh, L.A. Bowl next. And
0: I had to ask in the last segment, Colin, this is how out of it with Bulls I am. I was like, Los Angeles or Louisiana? Or something else? Like, what, what LA Bowl? Okay, great. Uh, UCLA is playing in it, so I guess I should have known the answer. Uh, they're playing Boise, and there's been a lot of interest in the Bruins, I think, since Open. I think we went over that in the last segment as well. Uh, they are now a five and a half point, six in some places, favorite over Boise State. The total is 48.
3: Yeah, this, uh, well, this is now sponsored by Rob Gronkowski. So if you like hearing him sing the National Anthem and doing a twerk, <laughs> that's what you would tune in for. Uh, now, this game for me is an under, and I can make a case for UCLA here on the side. There's a lot of talk about how UCLA lost Laatu Latu, their best pass rusher. Uh, they're kind of a mess on offense. They've lost some key players in their secondary, but that's not the handicap in this game. The handicap in this game is can you stop Ash and Genty, the running back for Boise State, who has gone over 100 all purpose yards in his last four games? He's absolutely on fire. And the thing that I get worried about, the reason why I would side with UCLA in this one is because if you look at and Genty's game, it comes completely from inside zone. Boise doesn't have Taylor Green. He's hit the portal, he's gone his way to Arkansas. They're gonna run with a quarterback, CJ Tiller, true freshman. He's never ran inside zone. I went and watched his high school tape for an hour. He doesn't run inside zone. So you're not gonna be scared of Ash and Genty running the ball whenever it's the zone read. It's like, you know, where is the defender gonna go? He's gonna go to Ash and Genty. So, and also this quarterback, CJ, I've never seen him pass in the flats to Ash and Gentry. He runs a lot of wheel routes out of the backfield. So I think there is a path for a UCLA front seven that was able to maintain their best run stoppers to stop Boise here. What happens on the UCLA offensive side? I don't know. They'll get us enough points. I like a first half under. I also like UCLA here.
2: All right, and let's close here, Colin. The last bowl game coming up tomorrow, the Independence Bowl with uh, Texas Tech and Cal. Uh, Red Raiders, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 58.
3: Yeah, this bowl game's gross. There's a lot of players on both sides. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love bowl season, and you're never going to hear me say there's too many games, but this one's gross. Uh, there's so many players in the portal on both sides. I think what you need to pay attention to is Jaden Knott, the star running back for Cal, uh, made an announcement, I think it was on this morning on Twitter, about how he is going to keep playing at Cal. He'll be in the bowl game. That is one of the best star, uh, skill positions that's going to be in this game right now. My problem with Cal is, I'm gonna take Cal first half, that's the bet. But my problem with Cal is that their offense is coached by one man and it's their offensive line coordinator. They have no quarterback coach. Their tight end coach left for UC Davis. Their coordinator's gone, Uh, he's a Baylor. Really, what are the halftime adjustments that's gonna come out of Cal? They have an offense that can score, can move down the field on this Texas Tech defense, but what are the adjustments that you're gonna make at halftime when you only have one guy coaching the offensive side? So I'm gonna take Cal in the first half in this game, Maybe live bet the second half. I don't know. There, I mean, 30 missing players when you combine them both, it's a lot. But I do like Cal on the offense in the first half. Colin, there's kind of like sporadic weekday games
0: coming up this week, like one a day or whatever until – and we would love to have you on next Friday, by the way, if you're available, obviously getting close to the holiday. But between now and then, and really just in the next like four or five days, Western – and so you kind of take your pick here, like favorite bet, Western Kentucky, Old Dominion, that's Monday. Uh, Monday yeah. afternoon, too, by the way. Ooh, uh, uh, Before Monday Night Football, of course. UTSA Marshall, Tuesday night. Syracuse, South Syracuse South Florida. Thursday night. Uh, Syracuse, a small favorite in that game. But those three, any any bets in those three games or a favorite bet
3: maybe right. of the three? I have a bet in all three of them, so I'll try to be quick. I love Old Dominion. I think you can still take it at three. Uh, this is a game like New Mexico State where I'm not sure what the number is where I would buy back on Western Kentucky because Western Kentucky is a horrible game horrible football team they are missing a ton of players they're missing coaching staffs we don't know who's going to play quarterback uh there's a lot of problems but the underlining message in the famous toastery bowl which i think is a place you can get brunch and get drunk um is that they have a running attack old dominion has a running attack that's sixth in the nation explosives Western Kentucky's defense is 125th and allowing Rush Explosives. So this is going to be Old Dominion up and down the field all day. I have no love for Marshall whatsoever. I don't know how they score a single point. So UTSA, I think, is good up until about 13. I can see there was some buyback in the market. I'm not sure who's buying Marshall. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have anybody on offense that can score any points. And that was a problem the entire season. They're a dead nut under team. A lot of people want the under in this game. But I would worry that UTSA could throw up a 50-burger here, so I'd be careful with that. And then, yeah, I took Syracuse. Uh, South Florida is absolutely atrocious on defense. Garrett Schrader is supposed to be playing healthier. LeQuint Allen, the running back, is healthy. He's going to play here. If those two are on the field, that's the two best players in this game. And I know it's gross to take Syracuse because they were so bad down the stretch. But they're the better team, and they have the better talent. And, and obviously, if those two are playing, they have a purpose, and they want to win this game.
2: Colin, let's close with this. About 30 seconds to go. For people not watching on video, Colin's wearing a Tampa Bay Rays hat. Uh, just traded Tyler Glassnow to the Dodgers as they continue to like build like this all-star team. And obviously, sign the guy you might have heard of named Shohei Otani. Um, and do you, does the Dodgers, what the Dodgers did with Otani and then Glassnow, make you want to do anything as you get set to ba- bet baseball this coming season in about 30 seconds?
3: I think plus 250 to win the NL is far too big. I This should be more like plus 150 right now. They are a, a, a virtual cinch to make the playoffs they're going to continue to build to the pitching staff because Shohei's not throwing this year Uh, the lineup from one to the bottom is unbelievable Uh, I think plus 250 on the Dodgers for the NL is a really good buying price for a team that's going to make the playoffs and they'll be I I wouldn't hedge till the NLCS I probably wouldn't hedge at all but uh, this is going to be the most complete team and remember I said this to you guys I said it everywhere the Dodgers purposely didn't spend any money over the last year just to get these players this year and they're not done buying with the pitching staff
2: Colin, we appreciate it, man. Thank you very much for joining us. And again, for the people out there, you like Colin's thoughts on the bowl games, doing this for every single bowl game on the Action Network website, the Big Bets on Campus podcast, and he's on Twitter at underscore Colin1. My friend, you are the absolute best, much better than a Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho promo segment on a Wednesday on AEW. Stay well, good luck with the action, and we'll talk to you soon. Golden Jets, baby. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, Give me the Winnipeg Jets over the Golden Jets. (laughs) On the other side, we'll get some soccer bets coming up this weekend in the English Premier League. And I think we're going to take a trip to Ligon. That's in France. Coming up next with our good friend, Anthony DeBundo.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.